This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. Hello, I'm Eric Charbro, Executive Editor, and here are some of the top stories for GovInfoSecurity.com for the week ending October 30th. In an attempt to be transparent, the Department of Transportation set up websites to show citizens how $48 billion in stimulus money is being spent on transportation projects. But the DOT Inspector General reports that these public websites expose department servers and databases to hacking. According to the Inspector General, hackers, by exploiting high-risk vulnerabilities, could enter the websites and gain access to sensitive data, such as password files stored on servers, take control of a server, and attack other computers on DOT's networks. In other news, California CIO Terry Takai's appointment to be the Defense Department's Chief Information Officer is back on. President Obama nominated Takai last March to be DOD's CIO, but her nomination was held up because of a reorganization that would have eliminated the departmental unit where the CIO is housed. In announcing her appointment, Defense Secretary Robert Gates said Takai would be involved in redefining the CIO post. She starts her new job on November 7th. In our featured interview, Nevada's Chief Information Security Officer Chris Ibsen proposes a four-step model to transform government and the way to safeguard digital assets. He says government simply doesn't have the resources, money, and employees to do what it needs to accomplish. So what we're required to do is transform, and that transformation will occur whether we come up with good ideas or not. My presupposition is that we need to embrace change effectively because it's coming. And we need to look at those opportunities that we have in these transformational states and embrace change in a positive manner. Seeing transformation as a challenge, Ibsen says the intelligent option of emerging technologies can help government change by focusing on vision and empowerment to act, strong architecture and rigorous security controls, effective intergovernmental collaboration, and effective public-private collaborative. Ibsen says the first concept of transformation is a sense of urgency. Well, we've got that sense of urgency right now, and it really begs what do we need to do, and those four concepts represent the ideas that I've been able to drive from both the transformational model and juxtaposing it against a state uh, framework. You can listen to the entire interview by keywording the term transform government in the govinfosecurity.com search engine. I'll be back with an entry from our blogs after this. Are you responsible for your agency's regulatory compliance program? Do cybercrime, data breaches, or endpoint security keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the GovInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit GovInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. Welcome back. And now, from our blogs in which I contemplate about the shifting reins of power should Republicans take control of the House of Representatives following Tuesday's midterm election. If the GOP seizes control, Mike McCall's visibility as a leader on cybersecurity will surely brighten. The Texas Republican already plays a prominent role in the Capitol on all matters cybersecurity. He co-chairs the House Cybersecurity Caucus 
as well as the Commission on Cybersecurity for the 44th Presidency. As the ranking member of the Government Reform Subcommittee on Intelligence, Information Sharing, and Terrorism Risk Assessment, the call is in line to become its chairman, should the GOP wrest control of the House from the Democrats. Regardless of the election outcome, McCall will continue to be an important player shaping cybersecurity legislation emanating from Congress. That's it for this week. I'm Eric Chabra of GovInfoSecurity.com. Enjoy your weekend and the week ahead. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.govinfosecurity.com.